1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10
0: per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big time Mike McGivern.
3: Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented, again, by your local pick-and-save stores. If you listen to the show, you know that we do like to highlight and promote kids that are doing good things. And I haven't told the reason that we do our next segment um, in a while, but I was sitting with Ray Hoffman and Chuck Smith and Shelly and a number of people from Kern Electric, and I said, guys, I've been doing this high school thing for a long time, and anytime you turn on the news right now, or, you, you know, you go online or pick up a newspaper and everything is bad news. And I'm thinking I'd like to highlight, promote, and celebrate um, student athletes, but they don't have to be an athlete. People and kids that are doing really good things in our school and our community. And I'd like to call it the Superhero of the Week because that's your, your tagline. And they said, you know what, that's a great idea. Let's go ahead and do it. And we get a chance to talk about kids that are doing just phenomenal things in school with our Current Electric Superhero of the Week.
2: What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week.
3: So this senior from Pewaukee High School and I had a chance to talk to her and had fun talking with her. And her list of accomplishments and her list of things that she's a part of is long. And I said, we need need to whittle this down a little bit so we can talk about some of this stuff. Recipient of the AP Scholar Award, 4.0 GPA at Pewaukee High School, senior year student body president, organized Pewaukee High School's first virtual homecoming, high honor roll freshman through senior year, member of the drama club. I can tell you all about her, but you know what? Let's ask her about it. Caitlin Zilkowski from Pewaukee High School. Caitlin, how are you today?
1: I'm doing good. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing really well. Congratulations on on being this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week. Uh, Thank you. (laughs) So, first thing I think I want to talk to you about is this phenomenal career that you've had. Is it tennis that you play?
1: Oh, yeah. So, uh, I think (laughs) it's kind of interesting that this is a sports, radio and yeah. I am in fact on the no cut JV2 <laughs> tennis team at my school so I am a pretty I just, field.
3: <laughs> I thought you know we really should uh, start with this unbelievable athletic crew that on uh, the tennis team that you have you've made a point to say to me that this is a no cut team <laughs> yes. and uh, I love it. are you hey, are you having fun with this Oh
1: for sure it's it's Good. such a fun experience
3: Hey, let's talk about the thing. Look, the no-cut tennis team, we goof, but she is part of this team. And she understands because she gives back and she wants to try things. And and she's done a phenomenal job with that. Let's talk about some of the things that, you know, you've worked really hard and and really enjoy. Remember the National Honor Society junior and senior year. When I asked you and said, hey, give me a couple of things that you've done or you are doing that really mean a lot to you. And you said, look, I I love being part of the drama club and I love the fact that, you know, I've auditioned for the choirs and and a couple of with with that type of thing. Um, You like the drama club out of Pewaukee. You're really having fun with that.
1: Yeah, it's such a unique experience to perform with all of these different kids from so many different areas of the school. And I think a lot of those kids oftentimes don't get enough recognition until the shows do roll around. And so it was just such a cool experience to work with so many different kinds of kids from my school.
3: Hey, the the, the being a four-year attendee of the Wisconsin Association of School Council Leadership Camp, um, tell me about that and, and how were you selected to do that?
1: Yeah, so going into my middle school, there was a lot of... Um, engagement for student council and student senate and so my school actually sent me to this leadership camp it's called the WASC leadership camp and hundreds of student leaders from all around the state meet for a week and you get to build relationships and leadership skills through various activities and I'm making it sound super boring but it was such a good experience and it was so fun and I made
3: and I met so many cool amazing people so yeah, I- you know what? You didn't make that sound boring at all. I have to be honest <laughs> with you. You did great with that. Can Can I ask you, um, I do a show called Faith in the Zone, and, and it's a very important part of my life. Um, you work a weekly volunteer at St. Anthony's on the lake, and you took a, a mission trip to South Dakota as a sophomore. Um, good experience for you?
1: Oh, sure. Um, my family and I started volunteering for our church, when I was about seven and we had bi-weekly kindergarten faith classes that we taught. And as I grew up in my church, I kind of wanted to take more initiative with my faith. And so I went on a mission trip to South Dakota and we went to an Indian reservation, and it was just super interesting to learn about their culture and, and their history and learn about how they got to where they are. And we just spent the week playing with specific children who just needed a little bit more love and stimulation.
3: Hey, and we talked about this um, off you know off the air when we talked, and, and, and I'm having a hard time figuring the answer out, so I keep asking this question, but where do you believe that this servant leadership heart from you, do you believe you were born with it? Do you believe it's a learned behavior? And where did yours start?
1: Uh, Well, first, thank you for just associating me with that, that phrase, that's super nice, but I would say that my family encouraged me to volunteer from a young age. And that the thing is that we did it together. We, we volunteered for our church together. And both of my parents work within public schools. Um, one of them's a teacher and one of them's a school nurse. And I've just watched them constantly give themselves to their people and their institutions. And from personal experience, seeing the impact that you can have on somebody through volunteer work or just community engagement is so addicting and it just makes you want to keep giving yourself more.
3: You know, Caitlin, that is the, I, I can tell you that talking to the current electric superheroes of the week, I've heard it a couple of times where they've said, look, I didn't know. Like I didn't mm-hmm. know what servant leadership and giving back, but what happens is I get so much more out of it that I want to keep doing it. And, For and sure. I just think that's, and when you said, look, I'm, thank you for using that, that term about you. Well, th- when I'm looking at your bio and it is, look, I'm teaching this kindergarten faith class and I volunteer at this church and I've done this missions trip and the balling with badges community organizer through po- positively Pewaukee, again, giving back Pewaukee school, uh, summer school teacher's assistant again giving back that whole going to the council leadership camp and you know the, it's all over this bio of yours that this is going to be an important part of your life. What's your mom and dad's name?
1: Uh, Pam and Rick.
3: <laughs> you know what, Pam and Rick? I uh, I commend you. I commend you. you. you know what? you did really good. and this girl really understands the importance of being part of the community giving back to the community, being a really good uh, student. And and when I called the principal at, at Pewaukee and talked with the um, dean of students, I can tell you that the question is, give me a senior that you're really going to miss when they move on. And he's like, we got somebody. We got somebody we're <laughs> really going to miss. Um, What's going on for you next year, Caitlin? Do you know yet?
1: Um, I haven't committed anywhere yet, but I have the opportunity to attend uh, the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and I got in as their direct admit business student, but I could also be attending Carroll University. Ah. Um, But I want to kind of study business management with Spanish, so we'll see what happens.
3: (laughs) You know what's cool, Caitlin, about being your age, and, and how old are you? You're 17?
1: Yeah,
3: I'm 17. You, you can change your mind three times before we get off the air today.
1: Oh, for sure. <laughs>
3: it's awesome. It's a really good place where you've got some wonderful opportunities. Obviously, I'm a big fan of Madison. Love Carroll University. Love it. Mm-hmm. I've been on their campus a lot. And I really like the vibe and the feel that I get um, when I'm there. And I think it's it's really, really impressive. You can't. I don't think you can go wrong. I think wherever you go, that school wins, having you on Thank campus. You. Yeah, you're welcome. I just think it's uh, it's very, very impressive. Uh, she is our uh, Current Electric Superhero of the Week. If you want to read her bio, she sent me a, just a beautiful picture that Current Electric will put up on their Facebook page here in the next couple of minutes. Go to your Facebook page and look up Current Electric and take a look at Caitlin and take a look at this bio. And all just the wonderful things that she not only has done, but she continues to do. Caitlin, thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much.
3: Yeah, you are so welcome. And keep up the good work in Pewaukee. I know that uh, that school just adores you. And they're so pleased that you're such a good ambassador for them. She is Caitlin Zilkowski, again, our current Electric Student Athlete of the Week. We're going to get to a break. other side of the break, the head head women's basketball coach at UW-Whitewater, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. Boy, it's been a really good show. I can't thank uh, Mallory Level, the head coach at Brook Central, enough to have those five seniors talking about the Brookfield Central program and all playing together since fourth grade. And a couple of them don't get a ton of playing time. And they have stuck with it and they because they just want to be part of this. And they've got something special going on over there. And I, I asked the head uh, women's basketball coach at UW-Whitewater to come on for a number of reasons. First of all, she's had a great career, and she's still, I mean, 19th season, and she doesn't look old enough to be the head coach at Whitewater for 19 years. Um, Carrie Corolla, thank you so much. How are you today?
4: Thank you, and thanks for that nice comment.
3: <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, and if I had my wife on my staff, I don't know if I could do that. I have to be honest with you. I'm sure you could ask that question a lot, but... Man, um, first and foremost, thanks a lot for for your time, and we'll get into that part in a few minutes here. Can we talk a little bit about this year and how difficult this has been for you and your your players and your staff?
4: Yes, it's uh, you know it's just been our new normal, really, is is the way that we have really tried to approach it, and um, but hopefully not for too long, right? So hopefully we'll get, we'll get back to the old normal, but. Um, It's been extremely challenging. We've had multiple practices. Um, We've tried to emulate as many game-type situations and scrimmages and um, inter-squad scrimmages and, you know, those kinds of situations to to get them game ready. But um, we've been practicing since about mid-October and um, really now in full swing here um, about January 4th. So we're preparing uh, to open next week on February 3rd at Stevens Point, but um, we've had to be very creative, um, and we've had to really um, do a lot of uh, mental checks with our players, making sure that they're doing okay, not only you know on the court, but in the classroom, and then just socially as well. So um, it's been a it's been a challenging year for sure.
3: Yeah, no doubt. You guys open up at Stevens Point on Wednesday night, and then. Play Stevens Point at home on Friday. and then next week it's uh, the following week after that, it'll be Oshkosh at at, uh, at home and then at Oshkosh. and then you get Platteville and then Stout. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just it is just a, it's just different. And I commend yeah. you guys for you know checking in on on the players on how they're doing because I, I think that 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 part of this carry has kind of been lost a little bit. You know, I I don't know if everybody checks in to see how they're doing mentally. And I commend you and your staff for that.
4: Yeah, thank you. And it's, um, you know, this pandemic has really just, I think, put life in a completely different perspective for all of us. And um, really just taking advantage of the opportunities that we have. Like, we're just, at the start, we were just so grateful to to be in the gym and, and be together. So we started with that. and. Um, And so I think, you know, just through all of this, we've really just found a way to overcome some obstacles by sticking together and, um, you know, just hearing a little bit about the story that you were just telling about the Brookfield Central team. And they have girls in their program that, you know, don't play significant minutes in a game, but still contribute in so many other ways. And um, that makes me as a college basketball coach just so excited to hear about how that coach at Brookford Central has really created that family environment where um, it's more than just playing basketball and games. It's, it's about the connection that you have with your players and the teammates have with each other outside of the game itself. So um, congrats to that school because they've already won in my mind.
3: <laughs> yeah, I agree. And it's funny, Coach, because at the end of the segment that we were doing with them, I, and I gave them no heads up on this. I normally will give um, seniors a heads up, I'm going to ask this question, and I didn't. And I said, your favorite memory, you got a lot of basketball to be played yet. But mm-hmm. if, if it ended today, what's your favorite memory of being part of the Brookfield Central Basketball Program? And do you know, a lot of times, Coach, it'll be, you'll ask kids, it'll be, well, you know, I had 31 in this game. Or mm-hmm. I had a game winner here. Do you know, I wrote down... What they said, and it was locker room, mm-hmm. um, togetherness, pre and post games, right, hanging out, yeah, and and then on the bus talking yep. about the, you know this game and that game, and I just I started smiling because I coached for thirty six years, and if you went back to some of the kids I coached, I'm not sure that those are the answers that you would get, and that mm-hmm. just made me feel really good about that Brook Central
4: program, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, for a lot of women and and young girls, it's more about that connection and that relationship and um, those memories that they have together in those spaces. So, um, and and that really starts with the head coach. They have to create that culture. They have to create that environment and um, they're definitely doing things the right way. So it's uh, encouraging to hear that they Um, that basketball means more to them than just putting the ball in the basket, that it's about relationship building and um, those relationships that they'll have for the rest of their lives.
3: So you grew up in California. Are you used to the winters here? Because you've been here now a while. (laughs) You're kind of a cheesehead, I'm just going to tell you.
4: Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can you ever get used to the winter?
3: Yeah, you I do.
4: Mean, even if you're from Wisconsin, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm accustomed to it. I'm, I'm thankful that basketball season uh, lands right during the winter. So I try to pretend like it's not happening because I'm in the gym all the time. But um, I do miss the beach, I will say, and the weather. Um, that is definitely something I will forever miss. But um, the people in Wisconsin, the family atmosphere, the culture and the togetherness of Wisconsin is um, just it, there's nothing like it. So I'm, I feel truly blessed that I found my husband here in this state and um, he twisted my arm hard enough to <laughs> get me to stay and um, and so we've been really blessed to be, uh, able to raise our family in a wonderful community like Whitewater and, um, and be able to coach together. So it's been, it's been a really great ride. Hey,
3: um, and, and you talked about your husband and, and, and again, being on the same staff together, um, that, that works for you guys.
4: It does. It does. And I think some people are amazed, like you kind of pointed yes, out earlier, totally amazed. Um, but yeah, it's, uh. It works, you know. He is um, a very offensive minded minded coach. He's uh, definitely an X's and O's guy and very very intelligent when it comes to game game management and all of that. So he really has honed in on that side of the ball, and then I am much better at the defensive side. So um, we balance each other out, you know, just from an X's and O's standpoint. But also we have very different personalities, so. Um, our players get, I feel like they get kind of the best of both. They get the tough, hard-nosed, um, you know, really focused um, coach. And then they also get, you know, more of the family atmosphere where they can um, really feel like they can play and be themselves and, um, you know, have a culture where they can grow and and, the, you know, just having, you know, both of us there kind of balances that out for everyone. But we really try to leave it at work. Um, there are <laughs> days where we want to talk about it at home. But um, we have three kids at home that keep us extremely busy. So when we get here, it's it's all about the kids.
3: <laughs> We're talking with the head uh, women's basketball coach, UW-Whitewater. Uh, she is Carrie Corolla. Kerry, I I have to give um, Whitewater a ton of credit because I I don't know if you see it very much anymore, but the first four years that you were at Whitewater, you were trying to turn this program around a little bit. And at least in in conference, you know, 5 and 11, 5 and 11, 7 and 9, 6 and 10. And they had enough common sense and probably loved what you were doing with the program to say, no, no, we're good, we're good. And all of a sudden, boom, that fifth year, you know, 12 and 4 in, in conference, 19 and 7 overall, 14 and 2, yeah. 29 and 4. And there it, it was, and you look from there on, it is, you know, 16 and zero in 2013, 14, um, and then a couple of eight and eights, and then 10 and 4, 12 and 2, 10 and 4, 13 and 1. So I, I'm just happy with the administration and the people making the decisions. At UW Whitewater, Mm -hmm. to say no, no, we're we're really happy the way this program is going, and she's doing a great job, and I commend them for that.
4: Yeah, I do too. (laughs) You bet. Um, Yeah, and when you know, I when I interviewed for the position, they they asked me, you know, what what are your plans? Like, what do you see for this program? I mean, we were literally starting from scratch, and so I said, well, if you want a quick fix then I'm not the right coach for the position. I, I just told him up front. I said I'm not going to go after a bunch of transfers and two-year players and and try to win this and turn this around on on players that we aren't going to develop and and really build something special. So um I you know, I really tried to set that tone right from the beginning and um it was rough. I mean, it was tough. It was tough to get players and, and families to really buy into what we were trying to do. But I think once they saw that um, a little hard work and a little sweat equity was going to pay off in the long run, and we got a few players to really buy into that, and um, the administration, like you said, hung in there with us, and um, and then we just really got it going. So um, that was something that I, I really wanted to take a lot of pride in is, is really building and not um, – just trying to, to win a bunch of games right away. And, you know, as a coach, as competitive as we are, you know, that's hard to do because no one likes to lose. So, um, but we had to keep in mind the big picture, and and I think that we did it the right way.
3: She was the weac Coach of the Year in 2010, 2014, 2018, 2020. She's probably getting sick and tired of getting all these awards. She was the... <laughs> D three hoops.com central region coach of the year in 2013. Hey coach, um, just so you know, on this show, if I look at, at, at someone's roster and, it, and it's not filled with Wisconsin kids, I have a hard time having them on. I just do, because I think yeah. it's so important that our college coaches in the state of Wisconsin, give our kids a chance to play at the next level and looking mm-hmm. at, at your roster, you know, you're from DeForest, to Whitewater, uh, to Middleton, to Clayton, Wisconsin, to Racine Horlick, to Waukesha South. You know, it's all Lake Geneva, Lake Geneva, DeForest. Um, you look at a lot of Wauwatosa. You look at a lot of Wisconsin girls that are on your roster. And, and then and in Grafton, you know, you got a sophomore <laughs> player who's really good from Grafton. And I just uh, I thank you for doing that because I think it's important for our kids to have a chance to play.
4: Yeah, thank you. I mean, that's a nice compliment, and it's a compliment to the high school coaches in the state. I mean, I give a lot of credit to them, really developing players the way that they should be developed, and so they can play at the next level. So um, we take a lot of pride in making sure that we represent our community and our surroundings, And the other great thing about that is that people really feel connected with our program. They want to watch. They want to see how the girls are doing from DeForest and all those other schools that you had talked about. So people become invested and then we get more fans and more interest and it just makes it more exciting for everyone that's involved.
3: Carrie, last question. Maybe the most important of them all, if uh, you were to play one-on-one or horse against uh, one of your assistant coaches, I don't know, let's use Joe. Let's use Joe. Who would win that game? (laughs)
4: Oh, man, that is a tough question.
3: Because <laughs> um, I'll tell you what, I might put some money up for charity to watch that.
4: <laughs> yeah. Well, it would be highly competitive. I'll give you that. But <laughs> okay. I don't know. Joe was a pretty good shooter, and um, I hold some records at my old college. So I, I saw that. So I think it would be a good battle. But um, I think he might have the edge on me, you know, after having three kids. It's kind of tough to recover from that, but um, it would definitely think, be a good battle.
3: Who would Casey and Matthew and Tyler, who would they be rooting for?
4: Oh, gosh. I'm sure they'd be rooting for me, the underdog, yep. right?
3: <laughs> there you go. Well well done. Well done. Hey, are they, um, are they athletes? Do they like to play basketball? Or are they sports kids?
4: Yes. So Casey is a senior at Whitewater High School, and um, she's a, you know – terrific basketball player she's scored a well over a thousand points wow. and holds a bunch of records yeah so she's actually coming to play for us um next year so we're definitely keeping it all in the family oh man
3: oh
4: you're not gonna take
3: there. hey you won't take one car let's make sure that she you know she doesn't have to come home after a game if she doesn't want yeah. to okay
4: yeah, no, we will be sure to uh, make sure she has some separation for sure. And then we but, have two boys, and they're very, very busy with all kinds of sports. In fact, we're getting ready to go to one of their basketball games here this afternoon. So we're busy. Hey, good,
3: good luck. you really busy. Good luck. Um, it's a shortened schedule, but certainly good luck against uh, Stevens Point. And if you look at your overall records, you need to, you need to beat them a couple times, Coach.
4: Yes, I know. Well, Shirley oh. Egner, she's had a tremendous career. So you bet. it's uh, it's hard to compare myself with someone that's coached for well over thirty years. You know, it's she's had some impressive teams. So it's she always has. a great competitive environment. So we're we're looking forward to it.
3: Coach, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. She is Carrie Carolla, the head women's basketball coach at UW Whitewater. We're gonna get to a break. Other side of the break a friend of mine, Anne Marie Schaefer, was her name. That was her maiden name when she played at Burlington High School. And I want to have the conversation with her about, you know, how much you miss it? And how were those days for you? And I want girls that are playing high school basketball right now to please understand that there's a chance. This is the best athletic time of your life. And I don't want you to roll your eyes at me because everybody thinks college is... You know it is. It's great, but here you're playing with girls that you grew up with. Like we talked to those girls from Brook Central, they've all been playing basketball together since fourth grade. And Marie, again, former Burlington High School player, is going to join us on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save Stores on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. Game time. I'm in Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaching Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. So if you listen to this stuff and, and some of the commercials that we are, you know that I'm on kind of this health thing, right? Lost, I don't know, 100 and some pounds and and starting to get after a little bit. And a friend of mine, uh, Christy Deputy, a while back said, hey, I'm, I'm really kind of sad because covid Shut down the place I work out. I said, Where do you work out? She said, a place called Burn Boot Camp. I said, Yeah. And she said, Adam, I don't know if he's gonna let me go back in. And I said, Well, if he ever does, you know, I'll go back with you. I'll try it once. She goes, Really? I go, Yeah. I've been lifting and you know, losing a little weight, feeling good. She was Great, I'll let you know. I said, okay. And I was just being nice. I didn't really mean it. I was just being a nice guy. And so all of a sudden she calls, she goes, Hey, great news. I said, what's that? She goes, Adam said, if you go, then I can go. I said, okay, I'll I'll give it. I'll try it once. Where is it again? She said, well, that's the best part. I didn't tell you. It starts at 445 AM and it's like Western Waukesha off of Meadowbrook. Well, it's 35 minutes from my house and it starts at 445 AM and I got to get there at 430 because I'm really old and I got to, I got to stretch more than most. And I tell people there's one other guy and there's about 25 hot women that I don't even notice because all I want to do is live and survive this thing. Well, I got a chance to meet Anne Marie and it's Schaefer when she was back at Burlington High School, but it's Anne Marie Schaefer Stapleton. And we got to talking and I found out that she was a high school basketball player from Burlington. And I asked her to come on today because I want the girls that are listening to the show that are playing high school basketball to understand what I've told players that I've coached for 36 years. That code, playing at your high school team might be, and for 80% of you, you guys, it's the best it's ever going to be. Maybe 90%. And they'd roll their eyes at me. And they go, man, that old man, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Give me a break. Well, guess what? I think Anne-Marie Schaefer from Burlington High School is going to tell us the same thing. Miss Anne-Marie, how are you today?
5: Hi, good morning, Mike. Thank you for having me on the show.
3: So, you know, I uh, I, 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 make funny a little bit early at boot camp and we goof around. But all kidding aside, right. you, um, you motivate a lot of people there. And you don't know that. But a lot of people watching, you get after it really hard. And, you know, we kind of look at each other. We laugh. And I've told you I've gone behind the Walgreens twice and thrown up. And I I have. And there's going to be a third coming because now if Lucas is listening, he's going to make sure he gets that third one. But, boy, I'll tell you, you you get after it and, and, and really you're in great shape. And I'm wondering, you know, your high school days back at Burlington, we've had these conversations. that You enjoyed playing high school basketball.
5: I loved it. I love the camaraderie. I love the competition. I'm a very competitive person. So for me, I I mean, I loved it. So while I didn't have any opportunities to play after high school, you know, I went off to college and, you know, life took over. I found another opportunity to continue with my love of the game. And I actually went into coaching. Which was a great opportunity to work with young women. So I was an assistant um, basketball coach at Waterford High School girls freshman team. So it was an opportunity for me for a few years back in my early twenties to continue um, teaching them, and also sometimes I would even scrimmage with them, which was really fun. So that was a way to kind of get back into my into playing.
4: Can you,
3: can, but um, Anne Marie, can you still shoot it a little bit? I can, yeah. <laughs> you you want no part of me on the court, just so you know. As much as, no, I'm just kidding. Listen uh, to me. I'm only kidding because you know what? I know you well enough that you'll bring a ball to one of these burn boot camps and say, should. look, there's a, there's a park someplace. Let's go. Let's there's go. probably a hoop hey, th- in the back. Oh, hey, kid, when you were playing, um, they didn't mm-hmm. have the opportunities now for young women and girls to play 12 months out of the year. It's right. different now than it was when you played.
5: It's so different. I, you know, I think the opportunities we had were like summer leagues. So we would go two nights a week. We'd drive to Racine. We'd play a couple games, and we'd come home. The opportunities now are just so so much better for the for the for the young women. Uh, I wish we had those when we were when I was my age. But I mean, that was you know 25 years ago.
3: Yeah, Not to be so dating a, myself, but yeah, that's okay. You know what? <laughs> I was way off, by the way, when I was thinking <laughs> I in my in my head what year you would have graduated from Burlington. Um, I was way off in a good way, um, in a good okay. way, because you look great. Um, the, the opportunity for these girls now to be able to play year-round, play AAU tournaments, to play in different um, leagues, I, the, the only thing that scares me, and Maria, I don't know if you were a multi-sport athlete or not.
5: I did track one year, but otherwise, you know, I just kind of focused on basketball.
3: Did the volleyball coach ever come talking to you? No, I, I, you know, no. I, so I would have, if I was the volleyball coach at Burlington high school, I would come and talk to you <laughs> because if you can, you know what, if your timing is good in basketball, right. if I can just get you to the net with your hands up, um, I, I, sure. I figured I'd have something. There, I I, the, I just don't like
5: balls coming at my face really fast, you know, like
3: <laughs> well, so. you know what? you have a problem then with the eye hand coordination that you know maybe I saw that the other day with when we had to throw the medicine ball oh. by, by the wall, I thought that you dropped it a few times, and no, I'm just kidding you, you didn't yeah. do that. um the these these girls, i I just talked to um, five seniors from Brookfield Central High School, and it's funny, Anne, because when I said to them, so far, your favorite memory of being part of the Brookfield Center Girls Basketball Program, what would it be? And not one of them said anything that they did personally on the basketball court. Right. Not one. Not one mm-hmm. said I scored 30 one night, and that was my favorite memory. Or I hit a game winner, and that was my favorite memory. It was um, the togetherness in the locker room, the getting fired up before games uh, for in their pregame on the bus ride, um, hanging out after games together. It was all about that part of it. And that's why I think they're ranked third in the, in the state right now, because these girls really do enjoy playing basketball. The other thing I wanted to talk to you about is when I coached girls basketball in Marie, it was very social, but once these girls got to practice, they went hard every single day. And I was surprised by that because the boys I coached didn't, they picked their spots. I'll go hard today and we got a game tomorrow. Back at Burlington High School, um, co- coaches did they get after it with you and did you guys get did you guys get after it at practice?
5: Oh absolutely. you know and I think that also that hard work and carries over into my everyday life now. you know they taught me hard work, the commitment, the dedication to the sport. I give it one hundred and ten percent. So even at the gym with you in the mornings, you know I'm giving it my all and I'm yes, you, you know competing against myself.
3: You know, I, I don't know, because I see like I try to compete with. Well, I don't because I lose with everybody out there. <laughs> I, I am. You know, there's there's somebody that's got to be last. And, and that's normally right. me. And it was funny, Emery, because, you know, be, I, again, I was quite a bit heavier a while ago. And when we had to take that, we had to run outside that time. Oh, I came yeah. in last, but I finished. And that's all I really cared about. And I thought I started last and I finished last, but I finished. I love the people out there, by the way. There are a I lot closer burn boot camps for me. There's one in the Falls, one in Brookfield. But I love the owners. I love the trainers. And I really like the people that are out there working out. Everybody's very encouraging. I would bet you that 90% of the people that work out at that 445 played high school athletics.
5: Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, the, I love everybody, all the, the owners, the trainers, the staff. I mean, the fact that I would get up at 3.50 in the morning to go work out, people think I'm crazy, you know,
3: yeah. but I love it. They they do me, me as well because I got to get up, you know, 3.20. I got to oh. get up about 3.20 to be able to get out there because, again, if I don't get there at 4.30 and stretch, then I, right. I am definitely in trouble. Do you stay in contact at all with any of the girls you played high school basketball with?
5: I don't. And I, you know, I kind of wish I did. I regret that. I think I did years ago, but I've been out of, out of high school for so long. You know, yeah. life just kind of kind of gets in the way. But, you know, I wish I did because we had such a strong bond.
3: If you ever get and if any of them are listening or their husbands are listening, um, Anne Marie Schaefer. Now it's Anne Marie Schaefer Stapleton, um, but former player of Burlington High School. Get in contact with her. And I would love to hear some of those stories, but I got to (laughs) meet one of them just to have something in my back pocket to use and hold (laughs) over you. When you start talking smack out at Burn Boot Camp, I would would enjoy that. Hey, do you remember, um, and and if I can ask you, and then we'll let you go, your favorite memory of playing at Burlington High School? And two, did your family get involved? Were they at all the games and and was the the, the Burlington community – were they were they supportive of girls basketball back then? I think
5: the community was definitely supportive of girls basketball. Um, favorite memory? I'm not sure I have one exact uh, memory, but like like they had mentioned, girls had mentioned earlier, it was it wasn't like it was about the camaraderie. It was the bus rides. It was the locker room. It was just the fun times we had together. Um, was what I will take away from that basketball season, and I loved it. I mean, I. I would love to go back and play again,
3: you know, but. Well, I agree. And so many people in this, and I told you the story about the guy in McGonagall who said he'd give everything right. except his right. truck and his dog to get one more week because he right. took plays off and, and he, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Did, was your um, family, did they come to your games? You
5: know, they came as much as they could. My mom had worked third shift. So she was sleeping and my dad, you know, they'd, they'd come when they can, you know, sure. so, and my older brothers played sports. So they would, they'd come and support me. And That's so, cool. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, you know, I got a I lot can of support tell you My
3: that. favorite Burlington story of going to a basketball game there, I went to, uh, I was the color analyst for my 24. We did um, high school basketball. They do f- football on the sideline reporter for that, and basketball is the color analyst, and I went to to scout Burlington. And I was getting so tired of hearing some of the, um, national anthems and the pregame music, and it was just like, come on, man! And all of a sudden, this band starts playing, and it's like this this school band. I thought, well, this is pretty cool. And I watched as this girl who looked very uncomfortable walked around, and and it just kind of by herself and. And all of a sudden, she went up to the microphone, and I thought, oh, is she going to do a sound check? And they started playing a song from Chicago called 25 or 6 to 4. And this little girl started singing, and it blew me away, Anne-Marie. And I went over, and I I watched where she sat down, and the game started, and I walked across the court, and I said, hey, I'm Mike McGivern, and I do a radio show. Will you come on my show? She goes, Me? I go, yeah, that was unbelievable. She goes, well, you know, the name of the band is Orange Crush. I said, no. She goes, you got to meet the director. What stations do you work for? I said, I work for 1250 AM WMYX and, and 103.7 KISS FM. She goes, can I be on KISS? I go, no, you can't, but you can be on the sports day. So She goes, okay, great. I was so impressed with the people at Burlington and the guy that ran this Orange Crush. And this little girl could sing like an angel. It was just an incredible experience, and I had a lot of fun down in Burlington. They treated me as a media guy really, really well. So, Anne-Marie thank Schaefer, people. thank you so much. I'm thank sure you, I'll Mike. see Are you sore today, by the way?
5: I actually went to the workout today, so I'm uh, going to be older. sore. Yeah. All oh, those Over. pull-ups yesterday, that's why I'm, gonna be, I'm a little sore today.
3: Yeah, my backside hurts a little bit. We did all that <laughs> kind of stuff, too. I'm telling you, I'm, you know, I'm too old for this, Anne-Marie, but I'll be there Monday. <laughs> oh, I will good. be me there too. Monday. She is Anne Marie Schaefer Stapleton, former Burlington High School girls basketball player, and I asked her to come on and to tell the girls listening, enjoy this, just enjoy these years playing high school basketball. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Mike. You bet. I'll see you Monday. Have a great Have a great day. Yep. You too. Let's uh, get to a break. Other side of the break. Citizens Bank scoreboard. We'll get you updated on a couple of games uh, being played today and some scores that surprised me and some scores that didn't so much. Uh, over this week. This is the varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on twelve fifty AM the fan.
0: They're playing basketball oh, all around the we world. The
2: oh. A lot of games. A lot of scores to keep up with. Any big upsets this week? What teams had a great week? And what teams need to get back to practice? It's time to look at this week's scoreboard brought to you by Citizens Bank, your partner in the community for your home, your business, and your life.
3: Hey, I want to thank Citizens Bank. Boy, they're a good partner for this. And, and we get a chance to either talk about scores from the week or talk about games that are going on today. And since we have talked girls basketball Day. There's a couple of games going on today that you might want to check out. And you can stream a couple of these at 4.30 today. Beaver Dam playing Kimberly. And when, when we talked to the first uh, segment, Norm Durst talked about Beaver Dam. They're down three really quality players. Two sisters, um, the Wilkie sisters, one big-time Division one, the one And the freshman has already been offered by UWM. And another girl that's that's very talented, not sure if she's going to play or not. But, again, Nina is, is – or, I'm sorry, Kimberly is awfully good, 14-1. and one. And at 4.30 today, I'm probably streaming that one. Beaver Dam plays at Kimberly. A little bit closer to home, uh, DSHA New Berlin Eisenhower play at 4 o'clock. Again, you can stream that. Arrowhead McGuanago, Waukesha West, and Muskego. Muskego struggling a little bit in girls' basketball. That's about the only thing. And I'm going to have to give my uh, – Football co-host to call on that. He's the AD at Muskego. He's dropping the ball maybe on that thing. they got to start winning some games out there. And then Kettle Moraine plays O'Connor walk. You know, Kettle Moraine um, lost one that maybe they shouldn't have lost, but they dropped a little bit in the, the ranker. And uh, they, they've they got a chance to beat a pretty good O'Connor walk team today. Again, you can stream that at 4 o'clock. I want to thank everybody that was on the, uh, the show today. I, I can't thank Norm Durst enough with sports.net. Mallory Liebel, head uh, coach at Brooks Central. And those five seniors, thank you very much. Our current electric superhero of the week, Caitlin from Pewaukee High School did great. Carrie Carolla, my new favorite women's head basketball coach at UW-Whitewater. She has her husband on the staff, and they still love each other. I think that's very impressive. And Anne Marie Schaefer. Anne-Marie Schaefer-Stapleton, former player at Burlington. Thank you so much for your time. Mitch, great job this week. Back to the studio. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local Pick and Save stores on 1250 AM. The Fan.